friends, welcome to Silver Screen and Television Dreams, where me and, oh, I didn't think up a nickname for you. Oh, no, you guys. What should your nickname be? Ooh. Ballerina. Um, love it. <laughs> like ballerina. And you were a dancer, so it worked. Yeah. There we go. Not the best one, but here we go. So it's me, guacamole, and ballerina. Wow, I am like clipping a lot. Okay, here we go. So we will be discussing our New Year's Eve movie, which was not even on the list the last time we talked about our New Year's Eve movie. But we were talking about Midnight at the Magnolia. Midnight at the Magnolia. What was yes. so funny about this movie was Molly texted me that this is what we were watching. And I was like, okay, cool. I have no idea what the movie was. And so, but I pulled it up to watch this morning. Yeah, I watched it this morning too. <laughs> and I realized that this was a movie that last year, whenever it came out, I had put on in the background. And I was like, it was one of those movies that I was like, I really would like to actually sit down and watch this. But I, because I had no idea what the plot, I knew that there was a radio show, but I had no idea what else like was going on because I was really not paying attention. But I just got like a couple clips of it to be like, oh, I want to, I like, I want to watch this. So now I finally have gotten to a year later Yay. and I had totally forgotten about this movie. So good. Well, I'm glad you got to watch it. Thanks. Me too. Um, but before we get into the movie, yes. how was your Christmas? My Christmas was nice. Um, I usually go up to Al- Albany, New York. All, all, all. Um, <laughs> um, because Dream my it. mom lives up there. <laughs> um, and I didn't. I stayed in Florida um, and spent it with some friends, and it was it was nice. However, I got I got a, a bad Christmas gift. What was it? COVID. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah. At first I was like, did you really get a bad yeah. Christmas gift? You're about to call someone out? I mean, I'm all for it. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's me and everyone else and their mothers, everybody's got COVID right now, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, thankfully, I have been fine. But I, I am recovering. I'm on the up and up. I'm almost out of the woods, as Taylor Swift would say. Yes. Are we out of the woods? Are we out of the woods? <laughs> yeah, so that sucks. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like all of a sudden, I don't... Is it just because it's like classic flu season? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. everybody gets the flu this time of year, too. Yeah. And so I'm not going to get too political with it or anything. <laughs> but it just seems like last year it spiked at this time. Yeah. This year it's spiking at this time. I mean, yeah. I know a lot more people are probably out and about, too. Um, a lot more travel. Like, is this just going to be how it is now? Where like March to November we're fine, and then we get a little bit of a spike, and then you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm curious to see like what happens next year. I mean, like if it was totally obliterated in the next month, I mean I wouldn't complain if I never saw it again. You know? Yeah. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm just ready to. Life is, like, normal and yet, like, not normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, like, so on the brink of being normal, but still not quite, like, over the, the threshold. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, I don't know. I mean, it's never going to be the way that it was, but, yeah, it's just, I mean, I think we're privileged to live in Florida where things are a lot different down here. Yeah. Um, But, like... The I just I don't know I th- th- don't even think about it at work that I have to like wear a mask around the animals you know it's like at first it was like oh wow like this is something I have to get used to and now it's just like something that we do yeah I don't really like is this just what it's gonna be forever? yeah I wonder I don't know it'll just be interesting to see what the next five years holds <laughs> I'm just ready for the roaring 20s to start yeah but I guess I guess the 1920s didn't start out so great either so Hopefully yeah. With a bang. Titanic had just come a couple of years before. Yeah, there was some like super depression, wasn't there at the beginning of the 20s? Uh depression came after the 20s actually. Well, not like the great depression, but wasn't there like a big like economic something that happened at the beginning of the 20s? I don't know. Swine uh not swine flu. Bird Spanish flu. There were mm. like several big things, but I I don't remember economically what it was like. Well, I guess, though, whenever you have big 
pandemics that always affects yeah economy yeah so anyways we're not gonna do history or politics today i'm just curious how your christmas was (laughs) how was your christmas oh it was good um we did not see family this christmas which Mm -hmm. was I mean, we saw them, like, two weeks before Christmas because we went up for my mom's 60th birthday. Right. So we got to see some of Ryan's family and all of my family. So that was really nice. Yeah. This is the first year we haven't gone up to Pennsylvania for either Thanksgiving or Christmas. hmm And we traveled out to Colorado. And, like, honestly, I love my family. And, like, I really do. Um but this was the first trip that Ryan and I have taken, just the two of us, not to see family mm. in probably five years. Whoa, yeah. that's big. Yeah, like a significant trip. Like we've done like random, like like one time we were flying out of Miami to go see his family, mm-hmm. um, to take vacation with his family. And... So we went up to Miami a day early and just spent the day in Miami. So it was like we've done like little things, but never a significant trip where we just like go and do whatever we want whenever we wanted. So that was really, really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. This was you guys went skiing, correct? Yeah, Ryan went skiing. Okay, I did not. Yes, I don't do snow sports. I enjoyed being inside, drinking coffee, and writing and reading. It was very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as, like, it did stink to not, like, see Ryan's brother and sister and spend that time with family, it was really nice for Ryan and I to, like, go do something, especially after such a crazy, emotional, like, six months yeah um if anybody's been following so just like with leaving my other job and then starting a new job well doing Mm -hmm. an internship wondering if i was going to get a job and then getting a job and anyways it's all good stuff like well leaving my job may not have been great but the lord has really been leading and providing but it was just nice to get away yeah so yeah Mm. that's that (laughs) merry christmas Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Also, I'm drinking coffee, but I'm like sweating. I just feel like everybody needs to know that. <laughs> like very warm in here. So I, I see <laughs> your thermostat. Thermostat. Thermostat on in the background. The, the thermostat. Can I know, you, but like. Can you turn it down? Our air conditioner is so loud that when I turn oh. it on, you can like literally hear it in the background while I'm podcasting. So okay. uh, I, I can't like turn it on. So that's probably part of the reason that I'm sweating. It's all good. It's fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) I don't know if you all know this. I don't know if we've talked about this, but that is Molly's famous line is it's fine. Anytime she'll tell a story and then it ends it with it's fine. And it's like a very sad story usually or like something that should be really stressful. She's like, oh, it's fine. It's like case closed. It's fine. Yeah. And I'll like tell you the dramaticness of my woes and I'll be like, I cried every day, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So I love saying it back to her because it cracks me up. Yeah. Well, we Mennonites, (laughs) we're not allowed to (laughs) To have uh, emotions or problems. (laughs) Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, That's not good. We're a proud people. Mm. Yes. So, Midnight at the Magnolia. Mm. Let's just start out with rating the movie. Let's just start there. Okay. And then I, I've got some thoughts. Oh, it's our scale? So, as a cinematic piece, because mm-hmm. this is a two-part question. Okay. So, as like a cinematic movie, where would you rate it on a scale of one to f- five? <laughs> Two. Okay. As a Hallmark-based movie, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. how would you rate it? Oh, five all the way. Okay, great. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it's Mar Vista that makes the movie, which is a Hallmark company. Oh, who knew? Look at you go doing all the back mm-hmm. research. 
Thanks. It's not really research as much as, well, we'll call it research. <laughs> I just noticed that it starts at the beginning of every Hallmark movie. It's the Marvista logo. You're doing it for research for the podcast. You've watched all these Hallmark yes. movies. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because. That makes it seem more worth my time. Right. Yes. Yes. But it's also at the beginning of Spirit of Christmas. Is that the one with the guy that's a ghost? Yes. It's okay. My favorite yes. Christmas movie. Yes. Yes. I know it's your favorite Which, Christmas movie. I, I, I just there's so many Hallmark. All the Hallmark titles are Hallmark Hallmark esque Christmas movies. All sound exactly the same to oh, me. A hundred percent. And so I yeah. just I just have to clarify. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, it's the best one. I yeah. think that is what well, it's technically Lifetime, um, oh. which is still like I think a subsidiary of Hallmark, so it's fine. Um, you really know the ins but, and outs of the Hallmark industry. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so I would agree, like as like a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> well, it's on got a scale the, of one to five. It's probably like a two. It's got two the and classic half. It's like terrible. overacting. Like where is so and so, and then the. <gasps> like scoffing and pointing at the watch and it's like people don't do that you know what I mean so it's very unrealistic but as a Hallmark movie as far as Hallmark movies go like I would say the acting in this one was superior to other Hallmark movies from the main two actors yeah absolutely and the script was a little bit better there's a little bit more to the plot um for what there was a little bit more like to the plot than there are in other Hallmark movies. Oh yes, and I in feel like one. the lines yeah, yeah. were a little bit better than than classic yes. Hallmark movies for sure. Still, still I corny. Think the only thing that like bothered me, well, there was a few things that bothered me, but I thought about it the whole way through the movie. It's like okay, so so before we get too much into it, listeners, if you haven't seen it, I'm just going to do a quick recap. Basically, there's Jack and Maggie, and they're radio show hosts in Chicago, and they refuse to um, introduce their significant others to their families. And because of that, Jack and Maggie both get broken up with by their significant others. Um, And so... Jack and Maggie are trying to go national with their radio show. So they have like five days to prove that their radio show is like worth being a national satellite radio show. But they don't have dates for the New Year's Eve party at the Magnolia. So then Jack comes up with this idea. He's like, why don't you and I pretend that we're in a relationship and we'll reveal to our listeners that we are in a relationship because our listeners want us to be and that will be like a big deal. We'll get high ratings. Mm -hmm. So then they spend the next five days pretending they're in a relationship because their families find out that they're, well, quote, find out that they're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So like Jack's parents walk in, see them kiss or whatever. So then it's like kiss in quotation marks. We got to talk about that kiss later. We will. We will. So um, basically, yeah. And then as all Hallmark movies go, the man is an idiot because why can the woman never be an idiot in a Hallmark movie? Um, So then, you know, there's like trouble and then they're like, we actually love each other. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> In case you didn't know how Hallmark movies yeah. are. So, that's basically the gist of it, right? I just have to say one thing. Yeah. It. So, this is what... Okay, there were like a couple things that bothered me. But Jack and Maggie are like supposed to be best friends. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. They, like, grew up together. Their dads own a bar together called Mm -hmm. the Magnolia. Um, But, like, the way they interact with each other, like, best friends don't interact that way. Like. Like, they don't, they don't, like, talk that way to each other. Like. mm -hmm. Because there's no, they have no chill. Like, they're always, like, so, like, well, well, you explain. What do you, what do you think? No. Is that what you mean? I, I distinctly remember thinking it when. They were at the, like, cocktail party. Uh Uh-huh. 
And he's like, let's go get a snack at the Magnolia. And she's like, no. And he's like, I'll make my Hawaiian pizza. Mm. And then she's like, order an Uber. And he's like, Uber ordered. And I just was like, people don't talk like that to each other. Yeah. Like, it was just like a, yeah, They the good way to explain it is they don't have any chill. Yeah. Like, they're very I, unrelaxed. Like, yeah. Like, I would say you and I are, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes we get all, like, hyped up. Yeah. But normally we're just, like, talking like normal humans. Yeah. Yeah. Know. I just feel like that's not how best friends work. It's not, like, always, like, oh, look at all our, like, inside jokes and I know exactly what you're thinking all the time. <laughs> but you be know? kind of exhausting also to be hyped all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just not yes. real. I feel like that would be very, like, that would be... If we were always hyped with each other, I feel like that would be, uh, like, an obvious, like, red flag almost in our friendship of, like, we can't be real with each other. We always have to pretend everything is good and fun at all times. You know what I mean? Right. So. I mean, they had, like, some moments where they were like that, but I feel like most of the time they were just like, I don't know. It's like... Their radio, I could understand it when they're like on the radio, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's it's what like you that. have to be like when you're on the radio. But then it was like their radio personalities were how they always were. And it was like, I don't think that's how that works. Like, yeah, obviously, if you're on the radio, you should be real and try to be yourself, whatever. But you probably do have a radio personality and then you have your real personality. Right. Also, for our listeners, Boo has made a made an appearance. <laughs> Boo is my kitty cat. Oh, yes. who just sat on the computer? Um, we've never <laughs> really talked about Boo, but so so Molly's cat is Tuxedo, and yes. mine is Boo. Boo, can you say hi? Boo has decided Isabel and I are not together because of her of my Christmas COVID. Gift. Yeah, yes. So she her cat is on the screen right now. Yeah, she's very cute. It's been very snuggly so. today. I wonder if she has COVID. I wonder. I wonder. She's probably fine. Um. So anyways, that was one thing that bothered me. Was like, Tell me I what just, else bothered you because I feel like okay. we should I – have, I have a list in my head that I would love to talk about and okay. I would love to hear your list. Okay. My list well, is first brief, of all, I will say. The way that Maggie talks is like in – what is she doing? She bit Biting me. It? Yeah. <laughs> Boo, that's not nice. <laughs> Get out of here. She says, what? What did I do? Um. Okay, so the way that Maggie talks is always in slow motion. Mm. <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah, yes. I literally feel like her mouth and words are always in slow motion. I feel like part of the effect is she's a huge mouth. She's very pretty. Oh, my God. But her mouth, her teeth, very large. Yes. Yeah. And her lips don't have any, like, um, and this isn't a bad thing. Her yeah, no bow. Her lips don't have any shape to them. Yeah, they're, they're just like a circle. The same like Kim Possible lips. Around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt like she always talked in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> so that was something that bothered Maybe me. Maybe it takes her muscles a long time to, like, work their way around that big mouth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The other thing that bothered me, these were, like, the, oh, these were, like, the three, the top three things. I don't know why this bothered me so much, but, like, <laughs> if you're going to name, can you see me in the screen? Yeah, I can see you. I can only see like half my face because this computer is messed up. So I never know like if people can actually see me. Ah, yeah. I can see you fully. Great. Yeah. So uh, if you're going to make a movie about a place called the Magnolia, don't name the daughter Margaret Mm. and have her go by Maggie. Oh, okay. Because Maggie is a nickname for Magnolia. Yeah. Choose any other of the six billion names that are out there yeah because if it was like her name was magnolia named after the magnolia i would totally be on board right but don't name her margaret and then call her maggie yeah stupid i don't know why that bothered me so much i was like call her erica (laughs) (laughs) sarah why maggie (laughs) anyways those were like the top three things i don't know why the name bothered me so much but it did yeah 
I would say it's funny because I feel like we always have, you always have issue with plot points. And I always have issue with like physical things that happen in the movie. Ooh, that's so, true. So like for me, one was the kiss, which I think we were both on board. So yes, like yes, yes. their first kiss when they're like, they both agree to a peck. They're both going to peck when like, or kiss when uh, the their producer, whoever that woman is, comes in. That's their plan. And instead, the man, what's his name? Jack. <laughs> Jack. There you go, viewers. How I mean, listeners, it wouldn't be our podcast if I didn't know who any of the names are. <laughs> Jack's parents come in, and then the producer lady comes in. But, right. so they agree to a peck, and then he, what he does is, instead, he grabs her arms, and then she, like, close her, closes her eyes and, like, pulls away. And he kisses both of her cheeks, but like very quickly and like keeps kissing them and then like goes yes. for her neck as well. And yes. as she's standing like very awkward, and I was like, how was that the agreed upon peck? Like, how could you right. not just like kiss briefly on the lips and then be done with it? Like, that was right. so much more, that was so much more than, 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 than I was expecting. And I was Do really you know upset what it about it. reminded me of? What? It reminded me of like a three-year-old daughter mm-hmm. just fell and hurt herself. Mm-hmm. And the dad is trying to cheer her up. Okay. That's what that reminded me of. That is so funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. It wasn't like a, it wasn't a heartfelt like cheek kiss. Yeah. It was like fast. It was like yes, rapid yes. and it was like sporadic. <laughs> and it just was like, this is so aggressive. Yeah, it was like, super this is not romantic. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Ugh. I would not have walked in on that and thought, oh, you guys are dating? Yeah. I would have walked <laughs> in and like, been like, is everything what? okay in here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I agree. That was a really uh, uncomfortable, not at all what they had talked about. No, not at all. It, it was just bad. Absolutely bad. Um, number two for me is her hairdo for the New Year's Eve party. Where yes. who decided a dome was a good look? They're like, let's make it look like Tropicana Field. Yeah, it's definitely supposed to be like Gatsby themed because like that's their party is Gatsby themed. But why not do the pretty like swirl like right. edges almost? Like I don't know what right. if you can call them edges, but why was it tucked under so loosely? Yeah. And so like it looked like she got a terrible haircut. Yeah. And curled it under. Yeah. It's like a deflated beehive. Yes. You know? Also, um, just her hair the whole movie. I was like, can you do a different hairstyle? Yeah. Like, why is it this exactly the same hairstyle every day? Right. But, like, I guess I do my hair the same every day. But, like, yeah. like you couldn't, like, put it in a cute pony every once in a while. Right. And yeah. And then when she shows up to the cocktail party and Jack is, like, stunned by her beauty. Yeah. I was and like, then she looks exactly how she does every day. I was like, <laughs> You couldn't have done something, like, more pretty with her hair that yeah. night? Yeah. Like, pinned it off to the side, and it's flowing down the other side. Like, come on. Anything else. Yeah. Anything else would have been fine. It just was, like, extra curled. Yeah. Was like, oh, she put six more curls in it. <laughs> but, yes, I agree. Her hairstyle at the New Year's Eve party dress was amazing. Yeah, the dress was really pretty. I her wish hairstyle? her dress at the cocktail party was a little different. It felt too old. Yeah. Felt like like something meant for a 50-year-old woman. Still nice, but just like definitely felt too old for her. Yeah. How old do you think they are? I feel like 30s. Doesn't he say he's in his 30s? Maybe not. I was just watching Seinfeld, and I think that Jerry talks about his age. So maybe I'm confusing. I don't know. So, but I would say say late 20s, early 30s. Especially, like, the way they talk about, like, high school and college. They talk about it as if it's, like, a while ago. Yeah. I – that is the one thing that drives me insane. This is not one – this was not one of my things on my list. But that is the one thing that drives me insane about these movies is people don't sit around talking about high school all the time. Like, oh, remember the date – like, high school, those were the dates. Do you remember when we did this? Like, I get that they're trying to show that they have had an established relationship. But even when Bianca comes in, it's like they – they're supposed to get a drink. And, I mean, they get a drink and supposedly they talk about high school for the whole time on their, like, kind of date. Like, people don't do that. They'd be like, oh, my gosh. Like, 
you don't want to talk about high school. Nobody wants to talk about high school ever. Right. Well, the kids that were cool in high school that no longer have lives want to talk about high school. Yeah. Those of us that weren't cool in high school and now are living our best lives, <laughs> we don't feel the need to talk about high school. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Last thing for me on my list. The word ravishing was used three times in this film, and each time I cringed. I hate that word. I think it's gross. It feels like sexual, but like very creepy to me. But the, I mean, it, yeah. but like, it was always like her dad using it on her or like his dad using it on her. Like, wow, you look ravishing. And I feel like that it just feels wrong. Like it feels gross. Yeah. I never really thought about that word. Like people don't really say it, but like, I feel like it's it's very similar to like (laughs) the word sexy. Cause ravishing would be like, like you look ravishing you look as if you could be ravished yeah right yeah ravished is like a sexual term yeah it's like an aggressive sexual term yeah you know yeah yes yeah yeah i don't like it either i Um, yeah i wasn't a fan and i was definitely not a fan that the two dads are the ones that use it yeah no no i don't like it either yeah this is a bit of a different question but I've only thought about it recently, and maybe that I shouldn't even bring it up, but I got I got it. We can cut it out if, if anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think it's weird when dads tell their daughters that they look beautiful and they look like their mother? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, 100%. I've thought about this before, t- too, because it's like, you're attracted to my mom. Right, but like... Yeah, I never thought about it mm-hmm. until I don't remember like what made me think about it. But like it's used a lot like in movies when like mm-hmm. a woman, her mom died and it's her wedding day and the dad is like, you look beautiful. You look like your mother. And it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a cute moment. Yeah. You know, because it's like, oh, that's so nice. Like I miss my mom, whatever. Yeah. And I don't really care. Like, if people tell me I look like my mom. Right. But then all of a sudden, I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know how it came about. But I was like, would I be uncomfortable if my dad on my wedding day had told me that I look like my mom? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not that I don't think my mom is beautiful or anything. But yeah, it's like my dad is attracted to my mom. Yeah. So do I want to look like her? I don't know. Or is it like a sentimental thing? Like... I don't know. Yeah. I'm a parent, so I don't really know. Like, people say that about their kids all the time. Like, they look right. so much like their dad or they look so much like their mom. Yeah. But I think it's when you put I it in it, conjunction with you look beautiful. You look so beautiful. Yeah. Then it's like, okay. So, anyways, when they said that to her, I was certain that the dad was going to say that. Yeah. That you look like your mother. And I was, like, about ready to be like, don't say it. And he didn't say it. <laughs> but, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder if other people feel that way. I do. I definitely do. I've I I don't like it. Yeah. It's unfair to dads maybe. Like I don't think they I think most dads mean it in a really nice way. Yeah, yeah. Like I I do think that the intention is sentiment or being sentimental. But yeah, it's probably best to stay away from it. Yeah. If you're a little weird. If you're listening, don't do it. Yeah. But maybe a dad could weigh in. Like, maybe a dad could tell us, like... Yeah. Have they ever said that to their daughter? And what did they mean by it? Yeah. As long as it's, like, not gross. (laughs) Which is probably not. (laughs) It's just an interesting thing that I thought about. So there. There's a side note. Okay. So for all the things that we hate about this movie... Yes. I know. We just trashed this movie. Yeah. (laughs) What were, like two things that you liked about the movie Mm. Hmm. two things i liked about the movie (laughs) i just thought about another thing i didn't like (laughs) not actually well yes and no i sorry i'll save this for later but remind me in terms of how their friendship 
would you be mad if you were dating that one of the people if you were sweater vest guy or Bianca or no what was his Serena and they clearly have they're two like very close would you have issue with that we can come back to that because I I am giving you a question in response to your question but you can think about that while I think about things that I I did like yeah I did like that like I think for one I I, which I think this is true, but I, I do like that the guy, they clearly show him being, like, gradually more and more interested in her, like, as mm-hmm. the whole thing is going on. And even though it's, like, he's also, like, he is becoming more interested, but he's also blind. You know what I mean? Like, right. to himself and to her. The fact that she's obviously loved him her whole life. But I've, I liked the sledding. I liked them going sledding and, like, him... I don't know. Him being like them taking a, a good chunk of of movie time showing that he is like kind. You're like yeah. true like doing something that's sentimental to them and like showing that like he cares for her or whatever. Because I feel like a lot of times it's like usually something really lame and it's very brief and it's like, look, I'm a good guy and whatever. And not that I think him taking her sledding makes him a good guy, but do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um yeah. so I did like that. I liked um I liked the Jazz Club. <laughs> I like that the dads own the jazz club together and like that. Yeah, I don't know. Cute. Jazz kind of suits the vibe of Chicago to me. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know if well, that's I think a, it's like a very I think isn't that like a thing about Chicago? Is that a lot of jazz probably came from there? Maybe. I was just whenever I think of jazz, I think of of Harlem. Like the Harlem Renaissance. In New York. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, uh, it was a big music movement. Harlem. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it was. Harlem Shake? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, did that, Is that the one that's the like the Bernie? Aren't they the same the thing? Bernie's? Yeah, the Bernie where you like shake. We'll talk about this later. I don't know. Okay, great. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, no. those were the things that I liked. What did you like about it? Um, I'm looking up Chicago and jazz history. Mm-hmm. Just, uh... Oh. Chicago jazz emerged and evolved along a similar timeline as Chicago blues in the early mid-20th century. Mm. So I guess that makes, like, they have their own Chicago style of jazz... Interesting. Is The Great Gatsby set in Chicago? Um, no. It's set in New York, I think. It is in New York? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. The Great Gatsby takes place along a corridor stretching from New York City to the suburbs okay. known as West and East Egg. Okay. Anyways, so sorry. Um, that was a side trail. But what did I like about the movie? Um, I appreciated Hunter's character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I feel like a lot of times in Hallmark movies, the boyfriend that the girl is with at the beginning is always clearly a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And Hunter was, like, a legitimately (laughs) nice person. Yeah. Like, he was like, look, I'm kind of tired of you, like, blowing me off for this other guy. Yeah. Um, We've been together six months and you won't let me meet your family. You know? So, like, and he was, he seemed legitimately nice. Yeah. Um, Like, everything that he was frustrated about, I felt like made a lot of sense to be frustrated about it. Um, and he wasn't frustrated in a mean way either. He was just like, you know, I don't think this is gonna work for us anymore. Um, yeah. and then that when they like met each other again at the coffee shop and he, she was like, I saw you with that girl. And he was like, you mean my sister? Like, 
you would have known that had you been willing to meet my family. And it was like a simple statement. It wasn't harsh, but he was Mm -hmm. like, I mean, you know, I didn't really like, I don't know. I just, I liked Hunter's character. Yeah. I like kind of want a movie spinoff of Hunter. (laughs) Does he fall in love? Hunter in the sweater vest. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I liked him. And I liked that time when they shared like, they had coffee together and yeah I, it was, was nice like, that they br- brought in like that closure yeah and she was like well here's to being friends and there yeah. wasn't really like animosity mm. um which maybe that's not like real but i also feel like that shows like how nice hunter was yeah like, hunter, is such hunter a nice deserves person. better <laughs> um so which, i like that i mean that. she says but i also liked the jazz club like I wish, like, I would love to own a place like that. It reminds me of the bar in New Girl. And I have been, like, in search of a bar like that where it's, like, the old-style booths and, like, Mm. carpeted floors and, like, curtains on the windows. Like, very Mm old-looking. Because it just seems so cozy. Yeah. I feel like the closest we have here in Sarasota is State Street, but it's always so busy. That it's like I don't. State Street also feels like another level. Like that doesn't like those places feel very. State Street is so bougie, dude. Right. But State Street definitely is cozy. But it's like bougie cozy. Yes. Like I want like the old style where it's like these are just like the people that come in and nobody really knows about it. Although Magnolia, uh, I guess like people know about it, but. I mean, there's the banana factory. I oh, have I never talked to smoke though, right? They actually aren't allowed to smoke in there anymore. After Ooh. they remodeled after COVID, and um, you can't smoke in there anymore. But it's still, it's 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 still it's still kicking, it's still going. They have karaoke almost every night. Uh, we should go. Yeah, I go there all the really time. <laughs> um, Banana Factory is not a gay bar. It is a dive bar. This is for our listeners. Um, in Bradenton. Um, and tell people now everyone's gonna go. <laughs> I don't think they're. I, I took my mom there a, like a month there a month or two ago. Um, she did not like it. My mom's oh, very no. pretentious. Yeah, and um, like would not even have a drink from there because she thought it was gonna be contaminated. Really? I was like, yeah. She's super, super. Alcohol kills everything, though, so. I know. I feel like you can't have a contaminated alcoholic drink. (laughs) (laughs) You tell her that. But um, if that gives you at least some idea of what this place is like. It's very, it's kind of like a biker bar is what it feels like to me. Interesting. I feel like at least a lot of the, the, uh, the, the, the regulars feel like bikers. Gotcha. I went to this place in New York. And it doesn't exist anymore, which Mm -hmm. I wish it did. But, like, it was the closest I'd ever come to a place like the Magnolia. And it was, I think it was called Duke's. Okay. Um, And it was, like, oh, so cute. But I wasn't, like, old enough to appreciate it because I was in eighth grade when I went. And... We had to, like, walk down the stairs, like, into a basement jazz club. But I just remember it being, like, very blue. Mm. Like, it was cozy. There was a jazz singer on the stage. And all the lights were, like, blue. And I just, like, I wish we had a place like that. Where it was, like, a jazz club. So, I liked that in the movie. Mm. It always looks so cozy. Maybe one day. One day. Maybe, maybe... Calusa being uh, at a White Buffalo's location will we'll bring that vibe. I, I boycott it. <laughs> Have you even been? No, I can't go back. You can. We should go back. I'll go back with you. I miss the buffalo. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. So what was your question? That Oh, do I think that I would have a problem with my significant other having a relationship with the opposite gender like that? Is that what your question was, basically? Yeah. Like, do you feel like Hunter was justified? And I do think so. Yeah. Like, I think... I feel like this is an age-old question. I think it's hard because Maggie and Jack work together. Mm-hmm. Plus, their families are, like, super close. Right. However, 
had Hunter been invited to meet the... They had been dating for six months. And she yeah. wouldn't introduce him to anybody in the family. Like, yeah, that's sketchy. That's insane to me. Yeah. So, like, I think that Hunter was definitely justified because she's constantly talking to this other guy. Yes, she works with him. But it seems like there were probably times where she was ditching Hunter for Jack Mm-hmm. Just in the way that they, like, talk about how she, like, would do anything for him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Hunter was completely justified. I think I would have felt the same. Like, you yeah. won't even introduce me to your family. And now you're telling me that I have to spend all my holidays with this random other family that's, like, yeah. not even related to you. Yeah. You know? So it seemed like there was no, like, leeway in Maggie's mind that like mm-hmm. this other family was her family and you're going like if you're going to be part of my life you're going to be part of that family's life and I think for Hunter it was like that's like what about my family what about me what about you know what I mean not in a selfish yeah. way but in a like this isn't all about you so yeah yeah I think Hunter was justified I also yeah. think Serena is real I know does she even show up in the movie no I think Jack made so her you have up. a theory. Do you, you, you think so? <laughs> Why didn't they ever show her? It wouldn't have been that hard to like pick a random girl or even a phone call or like a fake text or something that comes from yeah. her. There's nothing. And then to bring in Bianca as like yeah. the other girl. That was That is so true. That's very weird. Yeah, I don't think Serena's do. real. Wow. So do you think Jack was in tune with his feelings the whole time and was just trying to make her jealous? Maybe. Oh, that would be a twist. Mm. A prequel. <laughs> and then he had to come up with something. So he, he didn't have a Serena. So he brought Bianca. He was like, you know what? I know that this this one will hurt. Yes. Because he brought her to prom. Yes. I don't know. I'm just not convinced that Serena's real. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. So any other thoughts on the movie? You said there was something else that really bothered you. Mm. I do not remember what it was. Okay. Do you feel like this is a New Year's Eve movie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The whole movie is, uh, is uh, the whole plot is the, the, I, I keep wanting to use the word crux, but I feel like I cannot figure out what i'm trying to say um covid brain is real guys um yeah uh, the whole movie is resting on on this new year's eve event right on them announcing their relationship at this new year's eve event the new year's eve event is supposed to redeem the magnolia which might close down um if it doesn't get back up on its feet and then the movie does end there at the New Year's Eve party, right? They kiss and then yeah. it, it's over, right? Oh, well, no, no. The next There's a little surprise at the end of the next New Year's Eve. That's right. Um, which I, I was thinking about this, which I, I get that this is, it makes sense why they did this. But if you were friends your whole life and then you start dating, do you think you'd wait a year to propose? I feel like you'd get married sooner. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. But it also probably fits Jack. Yeah. Right. So like. Yeah. He's because he's slow to express his emotions. Yeah. Kind of thing. And yeah. So he's probably, he needs more time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the fact that he proposed after a year is supposed to show like his own growth. Mm hmm. So mm-hmm. like, Look, I'm committed. I spent a year dating yeah. you and now I want to marry you. So. Yeah. Cause, uh, that's true. Because that is one of their whole points in the movie is like Jack never has any long term relationships at all right. that make it past like two months or something like that. So. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Any other thoughts on the movie? I don't think so. What about you? No. I mean, as much as we like kind of dumped on it, <laughs> I actually do kind of enjoy it. I mean, like, it's not oh, something no, it's that great. I like. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's not something that I want to watch like all the time, but. It's definitely like a fun one for New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Just to watch. And of course, it's Hallmark. So like you have to go Mm -hmm. into that like just thinking, okay, this is a Hallmark movie. There's going to be questionable acting. Oh, yeah. We know how it's going to end. But yeah, 
I did appreciate that it didn't take Jack a long time to do something about losing Maggie. Because I feel like sometimes it's like so drawn out. It's like two weeks until they like actually make like a move. And he was like, no, like I can't. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So there we go. I like that we um we we had two two ends of the holiday spectrum and um, we have Die Hard and then we had uh, Midnight at the Magnolia. Yes. So, I mean, and Paul Blart. If you want to throw that into the yeah, we holiday, do. We do. I mean, it was part of our holiday series. It so was. yeah. Speaking of, I had a. I don't think you had ever entered the Discord, but we did have one of our listeners talk about how he really appreciated us comparing Die Hard to Paul Blart. To Paul Blart. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was like, thank you so much for um, comparing Die Hard to Paul Blart. I really needed that. And I was like, you're so welcome. <laughs> and then when we were in Keystone, um, these like three skiers like sat down at a fire with Ryan and I and we were just like chatting a little bit and they said something about Die Hard and they were like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And I was like, oh my God. I just talked about this. I was like, yes, absolutely. It's 100% a Christmas movie. They're like, you think so? Whoa, 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 whoa. You were on the line last time. Are you giving your full vote to Die Hard now? Oh, yeah. Die you Hard is a Christmas you movie. You gave it half of a vote. Yeah, I'm said- I'm like fully on board that it's a Christmas movie because I watched okay. Home Alone then and it was like, yeah, I mean, if Home Alone is a Christmas movie, so is Die Hard. Okay. So, yes, I'm 100% in now. So, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, yeah, it's 100% like a Christmas movie. Um, And we were talking about it a little bit. And then um, I was like, also, guys, Paul Blart is just the kid version of Die Hard. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you're right. And I was like, I know. I know I'm right. (laughs) How does it feel to be a cinematic genius? Oh, so Um, good. Like the CIA should really put you on their analytics team. I mean, for, yeah. For, I don't know why I'm not just reviewing movies yeah. professionally. You yeah. Just compare all the different movies. Find your kid yeah. versions of bad movies and adult <laughs> movies of kid movies. Not like adult movies. You get it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, we really like went through the spectrum. We sure did. Had a little Kevin James. Had a little shoot 'em up. Had a little Hallmark. Full holiday spectrum. <laughs> All right. So I would say, like, I mean, it's probably not really like a male movie, but I would say for you females out there, watch it. It's a good movie. If you're a male, watch it as well. Midnight at the Magnolia? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Get some great dating tips um, from... Yeah. You men could learn so much from from Hallmark movies. Men try so hard to impress women with like their careers. Um, the career man never wins. It's always the barista or the lumberjack. True. And I don't even know why guys are trying to make money. You know. Yeah. Don't don't do it. If you learn anything from we a Hallmark movie, that. it's that you could be a barista and still own a three million dollar home. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> and always get the girl. Yes. Yeah. So as long as you wear Christmas sweater vests. Oh, wait, Hunter didn't get the girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But anyways, go watch it. It's a good one. Um, So are you ready for our Hollywood moment of the podcast? Yes. Did you remember the one that you were going to say? No. So we're just going to go with the other one, which is not like everybody already knows this. So I I know this. I was wait, 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 wait. Let's see if we can come up. Well, never mind. Go ahead. I really had a good one. I'm sure you did. It didn't have to do with Dylan O'Brien, did it? No. Did it have to do with Vin Diesel and Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No, but I did see that. Because Vin Diesel invited Dwayne back and he said no. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... If you're wondering what we're talking about with Kanye West, he bought a house across the street from Kim Kardashian. Um, Oh, I know what my Hollywood moment of the podcast was. Yes. Okay, so it's like, okay, so the Harry Potter reunion is coming up. 
And I don't think that it's like a mystery to anybody that Emma Watson had like a big crush on Tom Felton. But I guess she like came out and said that she like knew the moment that she was in love with Tom Felton. And I was like, I never knew that like she had such strong feelings for him. Yeah. That it was like she was like legitimately felt like she was in love with him, even though she was like 10 or 11. But right. um, anyways, so I guess on the reunion, she talks about that a little bit, um, which I haven't obviously watched it because it hasn't come out yet. But I'll be interested to hear what she has to say about that. Yeah, because I've never heard her use uh those words before like you use what you're saying is yeah. like those are very strong words to use um and they're i think her love for him has been reignited and that they're together too. i know i'm yeah. like trying to figure out is this like their way of like revealing to everybody that yes. they're finally together yeah which like i'm on board with yeah they're, i'm on board with it too they would be super although cute. he's he's not as cute anymore no he really aged like pretty badly <laughs> You don't like it? No, I like his blonde hair. Like his Draco No, I like his hair. blonde hair. But he looks old. Yeah. He looks scary. He looks like he's used a lot of drugs. I don't think he has, but he's also I don't think he like has either. intense health issues, I think. Oh, seriously? Yeah, like he was like in the hospital a couple months ago and Oh, that's right. And I think that was like from some health issues that he's had. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot more going on in his life than maybe we know about. Yeah. But dude, everybody, I just looked up Tom Felton. Everyone is talking about Emma Watson using the words yeah. that she fell in love. Yes. It's like Whoa. I feel like we all knew she had a crush this is on big him, news. but I don't think anybody realized that she like legitimately was like in love with him. And then if you watch yeah. like the clips of them like seeing each other for the first time in the great hall it's like this like very intense embrace it's just very cute so i will be excited to see where their relationship goes because i they legitimately care about each other and i feel like they yeah be very i feel like they would support each other very well they could be a hollywood power couple yeah so that's my hollywood moment of the podcast not really like full-on fact but a little bit no, I support it. I mean, I my Hollywood moment um, was Selena Gomez and Chris Evans, which has yet to be confirmed. Oh, Although true, I true, think true. somebody, they posted about it, and I think that it was false. Oh, so That's sad. But, I mean, I'm I still support you in, in your fictional. Oh, my gosh. Do they know each other, though? Yeah. I'm confused about that. Yeah. Okay. There are a couple pictures of them together. So they've met okay. over the years. But speaking of Dylan, so we are going into a new year and Mm -hmm. we have decided that we're going to, and we've mentioned it on the podcast before, so it shouldn't be a shock to anybody, but we are going to work through the Dylan O'Brien series of cinematic masterpieces. So yeah, we are. I'm very excited. And it's all leading up to the Teen Wolf movie, which does not have a release date yet, but we saw that it is, like, thought to maybe come out, like, June 5th because Teen Wolf always came out in the summer. So, right. could be, could be in June. So, we're going to work yes. through some of his movies. Not all of them. We're kind of picking and choosing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We're skipping some of the short films, I think we're skipping things where he's like a guest star in TV shows and that kind of stuff. Um, But we're going to kind of go with maybe his major movies along the way. So his first, like, seems like more major movie that he was in was called High Road, which was Mm -hmm. made in 2011 and has Ed Helms and Rob Riggle in it. So we are Mm. going to watch High Road and see what we think about it. And we're just going to continue working through the Dylan O'Brien series. Which I'm so excited about. <laughs> Do you think that we are going to be able to be objective? Um, I think so. I'm going to work really hard <laughs> to be objective. But I think it will be interesting, though, to see if his acting changes. Like, this is, like, his first real movie. Yeah. So, 
And everyone talks about how, like, from the start, he was an excellent actor. Um, okay. It's just interesting because I feel like he really hasn't made it, like, only over, like, the last, like, three years has he gotten, like, super, super, super popular. So, yeah, I don't know. We well, shall that see. all too well film uh, probably yeah. pushed him over the edge into yeah. stardom. Which is annoying because, like, I mean, he did really well in that. But it's, like, yeah, I wish he could have just Jake. earned it on his own without Taylor Swift. But it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're going to watch High Road. So, you guys can mm-hmm. watch it and let us know. Or not let us know, but listen to our mm-hmm. podcast next time. And yep. you can let us know your thoughts. We'll share them on the air. Side note, I'm thinking about all too well here. I'm getting a little sidetracked. But you like Tom Holland. I do like Tom Holland. Yeah. You think he's a good guy. Y- yeah yeah i'm nervous about where this is going but like tom holland is thought to be like hollywood's like good kid right like pure yeah and he's nice guy he's good friends with jake gyllenhaal right so if yeah. tom holland is like hollywood's good kid doesn't that say something about jake gyllenhaal because he loves jake gyllenhaal I don't know because Tom Holland's also young. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's a young, dumb boy. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like he could be very blind to Jake Gyllenhaal's true colors. Okay, so he's friends with Chris Evans. What does that say about Chris Evans? He really likes Chris Pratt. What does that say about Chris Pratt? What do you mean? I'm just saying saying if he's blind about one person, is he blind about all of them? Are Chris Pratt and Chris Evans bad people? No, I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying if you're going to use that logic, then you have to apply that logic to everybody he's friends with. But if you're saying he is a good kid and look how great he is friends with these other good people and -hmm. he's dating Zendaya, Mm -hmm. who's so sweet, then wouldn't that imply that he also... That Jake Gyllenhaal is a good guy? That Jake Gyllenhaal has to be semi-nice. I'm sure he is semi-nice. I think Taylor Swift, I don't like Taylor Swift. So I am, like, as a person, um, which is worse, <laughs> I feel like, than not liking her music. But Which I also, I have a love-hate relationship with Taylor Swift music, which that's I feel fair. like a lot, a lot of people do. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, so I'm totally on Jake Gyllenhaal's side. Although he did date her when... I don't know. The whole age gap thing really gets me. Although, I mean, like, Tom obviously Hiddleston she... Tom Hiddleston dated her. How is that any different? So did John Mayer. Right. I mean, all these people with huge age gaps. And it's but not I think like Taylor ma- Swift doesn't know what she's doing. No, I know. But however, she... As a 30-something-year-old man dating a 19-year-old, isn't that kind of creepy? I mean, I, I don't deny that it's weird. But, like, I just... Why is I know she that she, always the she's obviously one? fine with it. Oh, she's not. She's totally not. I agree. I think she knows what you're doing. She's doing. And I think the dating pool is obviously very small amongst celebrities. Yeah. So so I get it. She I just do. continuously chooses to date people who are like 10 years older than her. Yeah. So maybe she just likes older men. I just right. am saying like, I just like started thinking about it. And I was like, Tom Holland everybody is like you're so sweet which he is he seems very sweet but he's like really good friends with jake gyllenhaal so like yeah no i'm on jake's side me too i'm team jake i'm not like necessarily team either one i think it was just like a hard relationship in general i just don't like that one person gets drugged through the mud i don't appreciate yeah it's like when jordan rogers drug aaron rogers through the mud on the bachelorette and it was like bro Everybody knows who your brother is. Stop talking bad about him when he can't defend himself. It's just not my thing. That's my little soapbox for the day. Thank you for Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Well, I will uh we're going to wrap this up. Yep. Yep. And uh thank you for joining me. Thanks for joining us listeners. Hopefully you go Whoa, watch Whoa, yikes. What? 
You said, thank you for joining me, and then corrected it. Well, I was talking to you. Are you kicking me off? No, I was saying, thank you for joining me, and then I was thanking the listeners for joining us. Sure. I was just trying to make sure you know that I appreciate that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate being here, and I appreciate you having me. Okay, great. Um, So, anyways, uh, I lost my train of thought. sorry (laughs) it's all good (laughs) go watch midnight at the magnolia and then enjoy your christmas not christmas eve new year's eve enjoy your new year Mm -hmm. set some goals Mm -hmm. if you want to or share them with us on our discord what'd you say yeah i said share them with us on our discord what your uh resolutions are yes and you have to join the discord i know i'm gonna do it right now i forgot okay great bellerina but i think that the link might have expired, so I'll have to have oh. Riot send you another one. So, okay, okay, sorry, no worries. Yeah, I join us on the Discord. Expired. Tell us what you want to accomplish this year. Maybe keep it small. <laughs> Who knows what the world's going to be like by the end right. of twenty twenty two? Yeah, don't have a lot of hope. Yeah, is what we're telling you. Just keep on trucking. All right. <sighs> Good night. <laughs> It's still the morning, but goodbye. (laughs) And uh, remember who you are. Bye. Bye.